Luke chapter 2 verse 8. That night in a field near Bethlehem, there were shepherds watching over their flocks. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared in radiant splendor before them, lighting up the field with the blazing glory of God, and the shepherds were terrified. But the angel reassured them, saying, Don't be afraid, for I have come to bring you good news, the most joyous news the world has ever heard. And it is for everyone, everywhere. For today, in Bethlehem, a rescuer was born for you. He is the Lord Yahweh, the Messiah. You will recognize him by this miracle sign. You will find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a feeding trough. A feeding trough. That's why we baptize people. Can you imagine? This is such a beautiful thing when I think about it because people are getting baptized most of the time in our church in a feeding trough. They are going in the water. They're dying to their old self and they are rising up in Christ as a new creation. And so that's just really special to me that Jesus was found in a feeding trough. Verse 13. Then all at once a vast number of glorious angels appeared, the very armies of heaven, and they all praised God singing, Glory to God in the highest realms of heaven, hope and peace on earth for mankind. Let's jump over to Matthew 1.21. Mary will give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Verse 22. All this happened to bring about what the Lord had said through the prophet. Verse 23. The virgin will be pregnant. She will have a son and they will name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Turn to your neighbor. Say, God is with us. Put it in the chat right now. God is with us. This is today's message title. God is with us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you because you are with us. It's not a feeling. It's not something vague. But this is the truth. Our Lord Jesus is with us. And Lord, as we study your word, as I preach your word today, Lord, I pray that your word comes alive in our lives, just like how Jesus, the Word, became alive in the flesh on this earth and walked among us and showed us how to live and how to love. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit moves wherever my brothers and sisters are watching. And Lord, let them receive your true love, your true peace, your true joy, and your true hope. Because God, you're with us. You're for us. You're in us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. What are you searching for? This Christmas season, are you searching for the perfect gift? Uh, so many parking spot fights, you know, back in the day. I don't know about now because everything shut down. How many of you found everything you were looking for this Christmas? Many people missed the first 
Christmas because they were too busy, busy, dreadfully busy, like the VeggieTales song. I was going to play it here, but then copyright might block it. So, But there's a song that goes, busy, busy, dreadfully busy. You have no idea what I have to do. The good people missed it. The bad people missed it. The religious people missed it. The rich people missed it. The poor people missed it. They all missed it. The only people that got the true meaning of the first Christmas were those who were looking for it. The shepherds found Jesus because they looked for him. The shepherds found Jesus because they searched for him. You find what you look for. The wise men found Jesus because they looked for him. What are you hoping to happen this Christmas? I'm not talking about parties and presents because even that is restricted and locked up or locked down. But Matthew 7, 7, Jesus says, Seek and you will find. God says, If you seek me, you will find me. But we get busy, busy, dreadfully busy and shockingly busy with life, with finding the perfect presence and impressing others that we miss God's presence. We get distracted by worldly, temporary things and miss His perfect Christmas gift for us and, and, and doing busy things that have no eternal value. People line up, you know, for Black Friday and they want that PS5 and uh, for concerts and things like that. People used to do that. But nowadays, people are having a hard time just to even tune in online to get a fresh word from God because they are busy, busy, dreadfully and shockingly busy and nobody has any idea what they have to do. The top questions people are asking right now worldwide is this. Are we ever going to get back to normal, to, to life as we know it? Are we ever going to overcome COVID-19? Some other popular questions that everybody's been asking for centuries is, is, why am I here? What am I here for? What is the purpose of my life? Where did I come from? Did you ever figure it out? I was told as a child, as a child that I was uh, found in a cabbage under a bridge. I don't know. Or one of the popular questions is, where am I going? Is there a God? If so, what is He like? These are the questions people are asking. Where do you think these thoughts came from? Where do you think these questions came from? God put these questions in our hearts, in our minds. He's creating a, a spiritual hunger in us so that we will seek Him. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, You will find me when you seek me with all your heart. Three presents God wants to give you this Christmas if you would receive it, if you would seek Him. Number one, Jesus is your way maker. Luke 2.11 says, The angel said, Today your Savior is born and He is Christ the Lord. Jesus came to save us, not to scare us. He entered the world the way you and I did as a baby in our mother's tummy, in our mother's womb. He wanted to communicate with us, not with cows or fish or birds, but with humans. God wants to have a relationship with humans. Animals don't have a soul, so salvation doesn't apply to them. And nowadays, you know, people treat their dogs as if it's human or even better than humans. Uh, some get offended when you call their dogs dogs. Don't, don't, don't call my fluffy dog dog. You know, that's so disrespectful. We get offended over the smallest things. They get their feelings hurt because they are denying that their dog is a dog. But the dog is a dog. Whether you accept it or not, fluffy is a dog. Or people have surprise birthday parties for dogs and their doggy friends and they sing happy birthday. The dog father, dog mother, you know, they blow the candle for the dog at his birthday party because the dog doesn't know what's going on, doesn't know how to blow the candle. 
the dogs that come to the party they get a loot bag a funny story uh, many years ago when i got ordained as a minister i had to conduct four funerals right off the bat right after a few days from ordination i had to do it i thought oh lord is this how my life is going to be three of those funerals i had to do was for humans one was for a dog the family called me as the dog was in its last leg or paw i should say and so i was working my job and i told my boss boss i got to go i got to leave early take half a vacay shunday because uh the do- i had to do a funeral and he's like oh okay um, i'm like yeah i had to do a funeral for a dog um at the time it didn't sound silly at the time so i went over to that family's house with the dog on its last leg so i read psalm 23 to the dog the lord is my shepherd you know to the sheep dog i I prayed and I released it to Jesus. Now looking back that was kind of silly to to do that. It wasn't necessary. But here's the point. This is the point. God's highest most valued creation is you, the human race. Jesus came into the world just like you did, just like I did because you matter to God. Your soul which is eternal matters to God. Your soul is your mind, will and emotion. Jesus didn't die for any animals. But when we pretend that, you know, our pets and our, our you know, I our puppies and kitties are are just like humans we you know we treat them like that but God, Jesus didn't die for them Jesus didn't even die for the angels but he laid down his life as a sin atonement as a ransom for your sins even when you didn't know him even when you didn't accept him even when you didn't love him Jesus died for you Jesus demonstrated the greatest act of selfless love in the history of mankind the history of this world he died for people who rejected him Jesus already made a way for you to be reunited with heavenly father in heaven. Jesus wants to continue to make a way for you in your current situation. Whatever that may be, he wants to make a way for you. He is the miracle working God. You know that song? Come on, sing with me. You know it. He's a miracle working God. He's a miracle working God. My God is a wonder. My God is a miracle. He's a miracle working God. I feel like having some church up in here, amen. You might be wondering, why do we need a savior? Well, because heaven is a perfect place. There's no sadness, there's no sorrows, there's no sickness, there's no sin, there's no jealousy in heaven, there's no guilt in heaven, there's no gossip in heaven. You were made to last forever, not just a hundred years on this earth, but but He wants you to live in eternity with Him. But only perfect people get to live there in heaven. If God led people who are not perfect into heaven, heaven would not would would no longer be a perfect place anymore. I can't get into heaven based on my own efforts. It's filthy rags. It's not good enough. My own efforts are failures. We all have made some bad choices from birth. Have you ever sinned? Have you ever lied? Have you ever stolen? Have you ever done various wrong things? That's why we all need a savior, someone to pay for our sin penalty. See, people who doubt God often ask, "How can a loving God send people to hell?" You know, flip that. The real question is, how can a God of justice allow sinners like you and I to enter into heaven? That wouldn't be right. A child wrote, wrote a letter to Santa and he said, "Santa, there's three boys in this house. Two of them have been really bad this year, but one has been really good. His name is Sundaramuthi. I'm Sundaramuthi." We always want to present the best 
view of ourselves. The truth is we all are sinners and we need a savior. None of us is perfect. So how do I get saved? By admitting that I need a savior. I can't save myself. Lifeguards wait until the drowning person calms down before rescuing them. Otherwise, that drowning person will drag the lifeguard down. The lifeguard will swim out to them and wait until they give up. Then they put their arm over their shoulder and under their armpit and swim them back to shore. You cannot save anybody as long as they are trying to save themselves. Oh, I'm a good person. You know, I've done a lot of good deeds. No, you, you, maybe you're a better person than I am, but God doesn't grade on a curve. Aren't you glad God doesn't grade on a curve? Heaven is a perfect place and I'm not, and you're not either. We are desperately in need of a savior. Number two, Jesus gives you himself, not a substitute. See, the evil in the world and the fallen nature of man and, and the choices we made made us unworthy and smelly and dirty and sinful. We're unqualified. We're not presentable in front of a holy God. But Jesus trades with us. He suffers and he dies in our place and he goes uh, to hell in our place because he is God. He defeats death, hell and the grave and he rose again victorious. He made us presentable before Father God. So when Father God sees us, he doesn't see us. He sees Jesus. Jesus is our covering. Jesus is our righteousness. God loves you unconditionally. You can't earn your way into heaven. Only by submitting and admitting and trusting in Jesus, you can be forgiven and accepted. The good news about Christmas is that a Savior has been born for us. Amen? Believe and receive it. Acts 10.43, all who believe in Jesus will be forgiven for their sin through his name. Not might, but will. If you believe, you will be saved. When you seek Jesus, he doesn't just help you in this life, but he makes a way for you to join Father God in heaven and to have eternal life with him, to live with him forevermore. Romans 1.17, God makes us ready for heaven. When we put our faith in Christ to save us, we find life through trusting God. My last point for today before we land this plane, He is with you, in you, and for you. You can find peace of mind. He is the Prince of Peace. For some people, peace is drinking till they get numb and pass out from the pain and, or being a workaholic to numb out and forget or to be busy, busy, dreadfully busy or unhealthy relationships to avoid loneliness and hopping from bed to bed in search of love, but nothing ever relieves the ache in their heart. Jesus, His name is Emmanuel. God is with us. God is for us. God is in us. Real peace is knowing that God will never stop loving you. He will never leave me alone. He will never leave you alone knowing that God will give me the strength to get me through my problems. Knowing that your kids are going to be okay. They might be doing foolish things right now, but they're going to be okay because you've placed your trust in Jesus. Knowing that your marriage is going to be okay because you trust Jesus. Knowing that your career is going to be okay. Knowing that 2021 is going to be okay because you're placing your trust in Jesus. Do you have the Prince of Peace in your heart today? The three G's that will rob your peace this Christmas. Grief, guilt, and grudges. 
Cast your burdens on Jesus because He cares for you. You survived 2020. Not everybody can say that. Your pain matters to God. Don't hold on to your grief. Don't hold on to your guilt. Don't hold on to your grudges. Give it to Jesus. Don't keep running your present by reliving your past. Some of you might be saying, I I just can't forgive those people. That's exactly why you need Jesus. Or you might be saying, oh, I've done too many wrong things. God will never accept me. That's exactly why you need Jesus. Matthew eleven twenty nine. 29. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. Jesus wants to give you rest. Rest for your souls. Not just physical or emotional rest, but soul rest. When you turn to Him this Christmas, He will give you soul rest. Wouldn't you like that this Christmas? God wants to take away your burdens. He wants to take away your pain. Simply seek Him and you will find Him. We think we're looking for happiness. We think we're looking for success. We're looking for love. We think we're looking for meaning and purpose. But what you're really looking for is the true God who loves you unconditionally. Maybe all these years you weren't seeking God, but He was always seeking you. God brought you to today, to this online worship experience right now. Jesus made a way for you to be here. Jesus came to find us too, so that we can be united with Him. Jesus is the Word. He became flesh in human form. You matter to God. That's why. And God is seeking you. Will you choose Him today? Will you run with Him? When you find Jesus, you find peace. You find purpose. You find forgiveness. When you find Jesus, you find meaning for your life. When you find Jesus, you find hope. Not something abstract, but a solid anchor for your soul. For this life and for the next life. God's present for us is priceless. God's present for us is personal. It's permanent. His presence is the best present you can receive this present Christmas. Hey, listen, we have a gift in our house. We we have a gift in our house. Uh, I don't know what and what, but it's been in our house for like 12 years. Nobody opened it. It's all dusty. And uh, I'm going to take the risk of opening this right now in front of you live. You know, when somebody gives you that gift, oh, I'm so thankful, but I refuse to open it. Maybe you might feel unworthy. Oh, that you don't deserve it. Oh, you're busy, busy, dreadfully busy to open it. And if you never open it, in a while, the giver will ask you, you know, hey, how do you like the gift I got for you? And you'll be like, oh, thanks so much for the gift, but I didn't open your gift. That might be hurtful to the person who gave you the gift because they'd probably be sad because they thoughtfully searched for a great present and spent time and money, but you didn't bother to open it? Well, let me open it right now in front of you. Is that cool? I don't know what my wife is going to say, but it's been here for 12 years. Oh, cool. Uh, something. This is the point. A lot of people celebrate Christmas year after year, but never open God's Christmas gift for them. His gift is the gift of salvation. His gift is His gift of love. Have you received that? Have you lost it maybe? 
It's a gift of freedom. It's a gift of forgiveness. It's a gift of power, purpose, peace, new life, eternal life. And the gift of God is going to last forever. You got one life to live. Choose Jesus. Our Jesus is not a helpless baby in a feeding trough, but a loving, mighty God who sees the worst in you. And He loves you unconditionally and completely. You know, I had an encounter with Jesus when I was 16. Even though I grew up in the church, when I was 16, I had a radical encounter with Jesus. And Jesus wants to meet you today. And He wants to tell you and show you that you don't have to do life alone. And something is happening in your heart right now because the power of God and the love of God is real. Maybe you never heard about Jesus and today you're hearing about Him and you want to make Jesus your personal Savior, then I want to pray for you. Maybe you're somebody who walked away from Jesus or maybe you're somebody who got hurt by the church. And if you did get hurt by a church or somebody in the church or a leader or pastor, if you ever got hurt by somebody who claims to be Christian, I am truly sorry. I want to ask for forgiveness on their behalf because that's not who our God is. Our God, He's a loving Father. He loves you unconditionally. And sometimes we put expectations on people and they let us down, they disappoint us, they hurt us. And for whatever reason. But I want to tell you, only God is perfect. No Christian is perfect. We are all trying. But only God is perfect. And only He can love you perfectly. If you're watching us on demand later, just message us uh, on our website or social media and we want to celebrate and help you uh, start this journey. But if you're watching us live right now and I see who's watching right now, okay, okay, I see you. On the count of three, I want you to click raise a hand, okay? One, because Jesus died for your sins and He paid for your penalty. Two, He loves you unconditionally and He has eternal life He's offering for you. And three, because He's the God who walks with you, who gave Himself to you. Right now, put your hand up if you want to welcome Jesus into your heart as your personal Savior. Go for it. Click that button right now. Yes. 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 Give your soul to Jesus. So repeat after me right now. Lord Jesus, I believe you are God that you died for my sins, that you rose again with all power on the third day. Forgive me, Lord. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lead me, guide me, remove all the fear out of me. Let me shine for you. And let me also bring hope and healing to others. Because my life is no longer my own, but I surrender it to you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Now, I also want to pray for those who are carrying heavy burdens on your shoulders. I want to welcome you to drop it. Trust Jesus. Don't carry those heavy burdens. It's not for you to carry it. God will make a way for you. Let go of your grief and guilt and grudges and trust Emmanuel. God is with us. God is with you. If you feel you're carrying heavy burdens, I want to pray for you as you choose to let it go. Amen. Let me pray for you. Put your hand on your heart. Father, in the name of Jesus, I give every single person that is watching right now, I pray, God, that whatever burdens they are carrying on themselves, whether they put it themselves or, if, or whether other people put it on them, expectations that other people put on them or hurtful words that were said to them, Lord, I pray right now that they will just let it go, that they will release it at the foot of the cross. Lord, I thank you because you said for us to lay down our burdens. And you will give us rest. 
and your yoke is easy. So Lord, I pray right now that my brothers and sisters will not try to do life on their own and try to figure it out, but that they will trust you and give it to you so that you can lead them with your hope, peace, joy, and love. Lord, I pray that you give them new strength to mount on wings like an eagle, to rise above all the criticism, judgment, pain, obstacles, and that they will soar with you. They will be conquerors as you call them to be. Bless your children, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now the crucial thing is, connect with us. Stay committed to this church and see what God can do through you. you. Many ways you can connect with us. You can go on our website and chat with us or send us a DM on our Instagram. But the decision that you made to follow Jesus, we want to come alongside you and we want to support you, give you helpful resources. And right after the service today, we have a Zoom call where I will be there, Pastor Michala, my wife will be there and some of our team members will be there and we would love to say a hi and a hello to you and connect with you and get to know you and if you're not planted in another church we would love for you to check out our church if you have any questions if you want to know our story because uh, we want to hear your story too so that would be a great moment to do that and that's right after this worship experience so in a couple of minutes jump on zoom the details will be in the chat and we would love to hang out with you but until next time it was an honor sharing the word of god with you and don't forget we are not doing in person next week but we will see you right here for our christmas uh, worship experience online unto us a king is born and we will see you then the King is born. What an amazing message. I cannot believe it. I hope you were definitely touched by that. It has been so great to be with you today in your homes, wherever you are. Thank you for allowing us as Next Level Church to be with you. Thank you for allowing me to be with you today. We hope that you enjoyed our experience, our online experience. If you are out there and you want to know more about us, if you're out there and you want to know about our church and our team, Join us right now on Zoom. We are there and we would love to chat with you. We would love for you to get to know us. Again, our December 20th service, we are no longer having it in person. We will be online December 20th instead. And that is to abide by the York restrictions and guidelines. 13 days before Christmas. Have an amazing week. We'll see you next week. Bye.